This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back. We have Pagans and Beards and Twitter and the First Amendment and Fireworks versus Gunfire. I'm Mike Morgan and we're down in Alabama. It's kind of a big deal to get a waiver to wear a beard in the Army National Guard. You can't just be a hipster or a duck hunter. That won't get you a beard waiver. If you're a Norse pagan, maybe it's a different ball game. Nevada Army Guard Sergeant First Class Benjamin Hopper is from Madison, Alabama, and he says he's practiced his Norse pagan faith for more than 20 years. AL.com's Lita Gore reports that he's received a waiver that allows him to keep his beard while serving because of his belief in the ancient Nordic religion. Said Sergeant First Class Hopper, quote, My personal faith is deeply tied to the modern warrior lifestyle that I have been able to live during my military career. In short, it is honoring the pillars of heathenism, our ancestors and ancient gods, and way of life. Nevada Guard officials said two other members are claiming a pagan faith and pursuing beard waivers of their own. Joint Force State Chaplain Major Donald Crandall told the Associated Press that his staff tries to help service members with sincere requests. Quote, The Chaplain Corps will work with any military member to aid them in a genuine pursuit of an accommodation. However, we are not actively promoting a trend in this direction or seeking to normalize it. It looks like a federal judge will make the call over whether Alabama Secretary of State John Merrill can block people on his personal Twitter account. The Associated Press reports that both Merrill and the plaintiffs in the case, some blocked Twitter users, filed motions last month in the case. The plaintiffs argue that having the Secretary of State block them is a violation of their First Amendment rights. Now, while researching the story, I saw that Merrill hasn't blocked me, but He's never followed me back. Now, I don't think I have any kind of case myself. In the real case, though, they could have something. Last summer, the Second Circuit Court of Appeals upheld a decision saying that President Donald Trump was violating the First Amendment for blocking people on Twitter. From a court filing from the plaintiffs in the Merrill case, quote, allowing public officials such as Merrill to block individuals from their public social media accounts if they post replies which the public officials find annoying or harassing, would run afoul of the very liberties protected by the First Amendment. Now, Merrill's lawyers, quote, The plaintiffs have no First Amendment right to communicate through the defendant's private Twitter account. They have no constitutional right to force the defendant to listen to their comments. And friends and neighbors, I hope one of my rewards in heaven is to get to tell James Madison about some of the arguments over his first couple of amendments, just to see the look on his face. Local law enforcement across Alabama has been trying to discourage people from firing their guns into the air during big fireworks nights, such as New Year's Eve and the 4th of July, for obvious reasons. What goes up must come down, and they can come down on vehicles and roofs and even kill people. 
let's check in and see how Birmingham, Alabama did on New Year's Eve this year, or last year, I guess. Birmingham tends to provide a pretty good sample size when it comes to gunfire. AL.com's Carol Robinson reports that from 3 p.m. December 31st until 3 a.m. on January 1st, Birmingham's shot spotter gunfire detection system recorded 965 shots fired. The good news is that it was down 18% from a year ago when it detected 1,181 shots. The better news is that there were no injury reports. Hopefully, all the rain we've had late in the week didn't find its way through too many holes in folks' roofs. Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back here again on Monday. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you want to on the internet at al.com.